0: This is Marvel 616 Politics with your host, Jackie Kirby and
1: Jennifer Mayo. <laughs>
0: is a comic book pod- podcast and you can find us at marvel616politics.com email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com or follow us on twitter at 616 politics
1: you can also look us up on facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics or give us a call with questions comments witty interjections at 616 tina
0: so how are you, Jackie? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm good. It's so good to hear your voice. It's, I don't even know how long it's been since the I, last time we've talked. It's been a while. When yeah. I think the last time we talked was when we were up there in Ohio. Which I know, was, and I don't remember when that was. Uh, three years ago? What, has it been that long? Two and a half, something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh my goodness. You guys need to come back up here yeah it's it's a bit of a trip so yeah i don't know (laughs) hey you need to come down here we can do that louisiana's fun uh is it warm um in the winter the winter is a good time to come summer's rough but you know yeah (laughs) anyway so um well this is the hard part (laughs) how's work
1: Oh man. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um work is work. I'm ready to be a stay-at-home wife. That would be much more fun. It is
0: fun. Although, it's not. It's not all peachy. <laughs> Do you have any fun kid stories? Um there's always a story. Right now the biggest thing at our house are the kittens. Our girls will play with these kittens for Hours and hours. It's amazing. And you think it would just last one day, but it's every single day they play for hours with the kittens. How many of them were there? Um, well, we had four, then we lost some of them, and so we had two, and then we lost another one, and then some our neighbor found. Are you sure your girls are playing with them? We oh, do live no, in the country. So animals kind of come around, you know, okay. and, um, well, actually one of them got lost because they took a ride underneath our minivan and ended up at our grandma's house. Oh, and my yeah, no, it, it took the whole ride underneath the van and one of them that fell that. off and then the other one stayed on. So that one, we told the girls that, the cat found a new really nice home (laughs) that (laughs) I'm sure the person that found that little kitten, Maria, is taking very good care of it. (laughs) So that was pretty rough. But then a neighbor somehow found one that we thought had lost. And so we again have two. So it's been quite the experience with these kittens.
1: Do they get emotional if they lose one or
0: They are all girl, so yes. We have a lot of emotion in our house. Yes. (laughs) I heard that we were supposed
1: to talk about feelings today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I was thinking about um, just the other day? We are coming up on, in 10 days, October 31st, Jared and I are coming up on nine years together from when you set us up on our first blind date.
0: That's awesome.
1: You remember? It was I October thirty first, two thousand three. A good old pick a date. A good old pick a date, and we carved pumpkins. I do remember that. Yeah. We played charades, and Jared and I, Jared got proposal. We're like, whoa.
0: Uh, I forgot that.
1: <laughs> and then we watched the movie Charade. Oh, I did remember that. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Yep. But thanks to you. We are, been together for almost,
0: will be, it'll be nine years. Coming up. First, yeah. That's funny that you guys met on a pick-a-date and we met on a pick-a-date. That's I didn't, awesome. I didn't really think about that. That's cool. Oh, and ours was around Halloween too. Was huh. it? Yeah, it was. And it was your freshman year and my freshman year. Wow, all these similarities. Oh, it was meant to be. It was. <laughs> so really, what's going on with work? Just too much to talk about. Yeah, probably. <laughs> gotcha. There's, you- a, there's a lot of diff-
1: different things going on, and I work with um, kids in foster care and stuff. So there's a lot of just emotion, you know, just emotions, and, and a lot of hard situations that happen that you know you have to deal with and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's, that's tough. So I was supposed to ask what you do. So you're a social worker, right?
1: Oh, yes, I'm a social worker.
0: Um, and I work specifically
1: at an agency that um, licensed foster parents. Um, So then when Children's Services gets phone calls on children that need foster homes, they'll call agencies like mine. Um, and they will, you know, say, we've got, you know, two kids, such and such as ages, you know, these are their needs, and then we'll match them. And then my job is to go out to. I get assigned like six or seven homes, and then the kids that are placed in those homes, I go out and visit them and make sure they're getting all the services they need and school stuff and court hearings and things. So,
0: yeah, it's a busy job. It sure is. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah. Well, we're homeschooling this year. That's what I do. I stay at home. So, uh,
1: how's that going?
0: Um, it's it's good. It started off a little it wasn't bad. It just wasn't fun. I want to have fun. I don't want to be miserable, you know? So I was a little worried at the beginning, but we're getting into the system. So we're having more and more fun and, um, doing more projects. And so that I see the potential there for having it be a, a good positive experience instead of being a taskmaster, you know,
1: what are your your
0: kids now um Felicity is seven so she's in second grade Deidre is five and in kindergarten and then Elizabeth is three so kind of preschool but you know I work on letters with her right
1: homeschool always made me nervous because I always was afraid that I wouldn't understand the material no one would be able to Ah. like at some point they're gonna be really into
0: hard stuff like math and everything (laughs) yeah you know I haven't gotten to that yet but it comes up um, pretty quickly, I'm sure. But there are so many, the curriculum that's available is amazing. And um, there's also different co-ops that you can do for the more of the high school level classes. Right. So as she's in high school, as they, whenever they get to high school, if we don't put them into school, because I mean, we might change our minds and <clears throat> put them into school depending on different situations. But sure. Um, there's all the co-ops where one mom that knows a lot about math would teach several of the kids, and then there's another mom that would teach um, some kind of science. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of people involved with this co-op, so the um, the opportunities are endless, kind of, so.
1: Yeah, I think I'd be doing that. I, there's no way I'm teaching, you know, fractions and stuff. <laughs>
0: Actually, Felicity is starting fractions in second grade. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's simple. It's like parts of a whole, but still. I mean, she's. Yeah. Yeah, she's starting it. Oh, my goodness. We always joked in
1: social work that, you know, we just went into social work so we could hang out with people, not because we'd wanted to do, you know, any of the other math, science, any of that kind of thing. We actually at Cedarville we tried to get T-shirts um, for our social work department that said we major in social and minor in work. <laughs>
0: That's nice. <laughs>
1: but apparently that gave like a negative view towards the social work department, <laughs> so it was not approved. But I we love that. It's funny. We're like, hey, this will get more people to want to be social workers if they think that you know we major in social minor minor in work.
0: <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was the education major, so I guess I'm using my education, even though that's not what I graduated with, but, you know. That's funny. I did take some education classes, So, but um, Andy is dying for me to tell you this story. I think he's pretty right. proud of himself, so I, I have to do a little explanation before I go into this. Okay, I, please do. As you know, we moved to the country, so we live a little further out, and we, we're doing the farm thing, so we've got the chickens. They're growing, and we've got pigs. So do you know that? Did you know that? I did not know you. I knew you were out in the country.
1: I heard there was like a wild rooster or something. Oh, yeah. But that's well, that's all no that longer I
0: there. Okay. Yeah. That's, I didn't know about the pig. Okay. Well, anyway, it's crazy to me that I own pigs because that's just not really <laughs> how I picture myself. But, you know, it's it's just, I don't know. Anyway, I'm letting Andy do his thing. So we're moving oh, them from- you have? Wait, what? How many do you have? Oh, we only have two. Oh. So. And the, actually, you only own them for a short amount of time until they... Um. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about... Yeah, what about that. Anyway, so <clears throat> Andy wanted these pigs. We're experimenting with what we're doing. We put them in one pen, which took forever to get this electric fence up and going. But I'm very proud of Andy. He figured it out. But then, I mean... The place before we moved there had tons of fencing all over. So we're just starting to figure out how the different fences are connected and, like, different areas that are closed off to other areas. So it's kind of confusing. So anyway, we found this area that they could go in that the fence was strong enough for the pigs to to be in. But to get the pigs from point A to point B, it was crazy. I'd never... (laughs) I've never done that before. I never knew how unruly these things were. And I also never- Did you never... get it on video? Oh, I should have. Felicity was trying to help us. I should have had her videotape. That would have been fun. That
1: was great.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I mean, probably an hour trying to get these things in the right place. And you get them going and they're almost there. And then they just turn around and bolt <laughs> and go right back to their other pen. Whatever. So finally, Andy wrestles this pig. Now, when I say pig, you're probably like thinking like babe, like a little yeah pig. No, I mean, they're like a little cute one. Yeah, they're getting big. So it's probably like 150 pounds. And it's like, they're really right. strong. It's all muscle. And so he's wrestling this thing, grabs his hind legs, and he has to drag it. So, um, I mean, across our yard is quite a ways. Anyway, the poor guy, he's dragging the thing. Have you ever heard a pig squeal like when he's doing something he doesn't want to do? I've heard it on,
1: like, TV and stuff, yeah.
0: It's like bloody murder. So this thing (laughs) is squealing and yelling and yelling the whole time, and the girls are all watching from the fence, like, what's going on? What's going on? And he's dragging it. He finally gets it all the way over there. He's got the back legs, and it's trying to run away with its front legs. And he finally gets it in the pen. And, man, he was so sore.
1: (laughs) I'm getting a wonderful mental image. I just wish we had this on video.
0: <laughs> I should have taken a picture. It was great. Anyway, so that was our excitement yesterday. It was pretty pretty interesting to try to get these pigs from one spot to the other. But they root. I didn't realize how much they dig up the dirt to get at the roots underneath. And um, so we're hoping that they clean up this little field to get... I mean, it, it's the weeds are like as tall as I am. So we're hoping that they clean it up a little bit.
1: (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. You should just set up like a little surveillance camera in, in the backyard because I think the rooster story was pretty funny too. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like there's a lot of things that happen back there that should be on
0: YouTube. Yeah, no. Well, have you heard the Copperhead story? No. Oh, you'd be proud, Jen. I killed a snake. You what? I did. I did. I Oh, can't no. I, I know. I had to, though. Like, our dog was barking and barking, and we're trying to figure out, what is he barking at? And um, I went out there and calmed down. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't see anything. I go back in, and he's still barking. Anyway, that happened several times. And then, finally, I go out, and I, I see the snake that he's barking at. Oh, and, no. It was. It's not like it was a big snake, but it was oh, I don't care big enough. It I and don't snakes. Um, so I called Andy. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, ah, just let it go. It's probably, um, you know, just a rat snake. It's probably fine. But he's like, take a picture. So I go out, take a picture, and I'm looking online to see kind of what kind of snake it is. Oh no. And uh, it, it's a copperhead, and I, I was like, that's a poisonous snake down here. I can't just let a copperhead be on my back porch, you know? Like, oh I would God. always wonder where it went. So I knew I had to kill it. So I'm glad there was no surveillance cam- camera. It was comical. I, I'm i proud of you. You're braver than I would have been. Uh, you would have <laughs> laughed if you watched it. It was funny. I <laughs> We had a stare down for about 10 minutes where I'm just oh. looking at it, like willing myself to actually. How did you kill it? it? I took a shovel, it, it was like one of those flat shovels, not the pointy yeah. end, but the flat end, so, yeah, except for the first time didn't work, so then oh. I had to talk myself oh. into it again, and this oh. time
1: was mad at me. I have to, like, talk myself into killing a spider, I don't think <laughs> I could have done a
0: copperhead. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, I just didn't want it, I didn't want it to go loose, like, I wanted it dead, I wanted to visually see it gone. <laughs> Andy, the whole time I was doing it, I kept thinking of the verse, like, God will put enmity between them. Oh, yeah, (laughs) true. (laughs) Definitely. And I had to crush its head. Anyway, so I... Good job. Yeah, you'd be proud. Make that prophecy come true. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so you tell a few stories. What's the latest in your life? Actually, I almost forgot
1: to mention... We are sponsored by DCBService.com, and you can get all of your comics up to 40% off. And again, that's DCBService.com.
0: And I like them. Let me say, they save us a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Ah, very nice. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Putting a little plug
1: in from the wife.
0: Oh yeah, they (laughs) comics get expensive. It's ridiculous, and Andy will not let go of any of them. He. He reads and reads and reads. He has to read all of them, so whatever. Order in advance and save a little bit.
2: And Andy, aren't the ladies doing awesome?
3: They are. I'm I'm actually kind of worried cuz they they do a little bit better than us. So and yeah. like somebody said online, somebody said on Facebook, they said, well, they couldn't do any worse, so... <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> hey, that's my line.
2: <laughs> You're right, sorry. Yeah, they're doing awesome, and, uh, but we, well, we put out a little feeler there on the Facebook page that maybe there were some questions that our, our loving listeners had for our loving ladies, and sure enough our loving listeners came up with some loving questions and it was just a big love fest. So
1: oh my. we got
2: some <laughs> questions and uh we're just gonna roll through those. We actually got twenty questions, Andy. That's nuts.
3: That is I, I saw some of these I I don't wanna count my chickens before they're hashed. Some of these are specifically for Jackie and some of them are specifically for Jen. So, you know, we'll we'll say about twenty. And then we had some we had to cut out because the wives didn't feel comfortable <laughs> answering them. I'm looking at you, Jason Edwards.
2: All right. So the first question is for both Jackie and Jennifer. And Andy, do you feel left out? I guess I have a question for you, Andy. Do you feel left out that you have an A name and we all have
3: J names? No, that wasn't why I felt left out. But now, now yes. that's that. <laughs> Why did you feel left out? Because I, I thought you were gonna say, well, none of these questions are for you, and that's why you were asking me a question to include me. But oh,
2: oh, well, none of them are for me
3: either. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was gonna be my response. So.
2: <laughs> the first question is for both Jackie and Jennifer. What are Andy and Jared's worst habits?
0: I'll let you go first, Jen.
1: Oh my, thank you. <laughs> um, the two that I could think of. Two. <laughs> Hey, I I dwindled it down. Oh. I, <laughs> no. to be nice here. Oh. The two that I could think that came to mind first were biting his
0: fingernails. Ooh.
1: He definitely does that, and leaving socks and clothes wherever they land. That's that's definitely a bad habit.
0: That is a bad habit. <laughs> I I have two as well. All right. <laughs> I had to um. wise and which yeah. ones I chose. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, I. Andy has this thing about his toothbrush that it cannot... You know how you have a toothbrush holder, and that's the whole point of it. You know, you put it in the toothbrush holder on the sink. He doesn't want it in the toothbrush holder. (laughs) He has to have it separate from everyone else's so that they don't touch. And it's just mine, mind you. It's not like our girls' toothbrushes are there. (laughs) That's hilarious. So he has it laying separately on some other cup. It's a little... It's a little annoying, and it's a little minimizing. You know what's wrong with my toothbrush? <laughs> the other thing, Andy, when he goes to bed, it has to be <laughs> very specific how he has the sheets. They have to be, like, laid flat, like, straight, tight. And he has to have his blanket, like, perfectly proportional. Anyway, it I just jump into bed and fall asleep. He... <laughs> He takes a good five minutes to organize the sheets. <laughs> and that's after <laughs> I've made the bed. It's not like I don't make the bed.
3: I don't like to be uneven. Yep. I don't like a sheet hanging off of me in a, in a, more on one side than the other. I don't think that that's...
1: I'm going to have to agree with Andy on this one because I, <laughs> I adjust the sheets and Jared's the one that is like going nuts with them on the other side and i'm trying to get them to be on you know even
3: sounds like ocd <laughs> it's not ocd it's 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 very pragmatic because i don't want the sheets to touch the floor because that's where the spiders are if the no. spiders jump on the sheets and i turn over and lift them up like an elevator then they're that much closer to my body elevator. no
2: they can just walk up the bed post they don't have to jump oh, on the
3: stop Well, I refuse to believe that.
2: Oh, the only way they can get into bed is if they touch the blanket on the floor.
3: That's what I read on the internet. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) He Googled it. All right, let's do the next question. Okay, what is your uh, favorite comic book movie and why? And who went first last time? Jen went first. Jackie, you go first.
0: All right, I said Iron Man 1 because, I don't know, it's just entertaining. I, I like Tony Stark yeah. Not because I really think he's a good guy. I just think he's funny. So I, I am. I do like comic book movies. They're not maybe my favorite, but for that one, that's my favorite to watch. I don't really get bored in it or anything. Yeah, that's a good one. Did you like the Avengers? Oh, I did. But you know what? I've only watched it once, and I can't remember. Okay. I, didn't, I almost put that, but I can't really compare the two because I've only seen it once in the theater. I have to watch it again. Gotcha.
1: I definitely loved Iron Man one. That was a great movie. Um, my favorite is Avengers. It was just such an awesome movie. Like the whole movie was just fantastic. For someone speaking completely outside of the comic book world who does not get into comics at all or read them or anything, <laughs> Avengers was. It was just awesome. And you know, my husband was kind of a big deal in the movie. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> So you know, it's kind of my favorite.
3: That is great. I heard that they went back to uh to Cleveland to do um. What are they doing in Cleveland? Aren't they doing uh, Captain America too? Yes. Are you going up there for that?
2: Yes, they're going to be between
3: January and May, I believe. Look at you, a rising star. Yeah. <laughs> now- those are those are good answers. I was afraid for Jared that you were going to say like Superman returns or something.
1: <laughs> oh no, I don't yeah, I don't dude do, do DC much.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Jackie might say Ghost Rider too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, <laughs> Although a close second would be Thor. Oh. Yeah. I absolutely loved that movie. That would be a very close second to Avengers.
3: I think the cool thing about Iron Man is that his entire body is covered in armor. So Thor cool. he's shirtless a lot of the time, right?
1: Why well, yes, he is. Well, see, that's,
3: why, that's why I think that that's a terrible answer, Jennifer.
2: Oh man, when Captain America came out of the... Stop laughing, they can't hear. When Captain America came out of the cryogenic chamber in Captain America 1, when he's all buffed and he doesn't have his shirt on, Chuck like, had a meltdown over there.
1: What's the next question? Well, wait—is it—is it because she was like, Jerry, that looks
3: just like you"? Oh. Yes, it was. Thank you, Andy.
1: That's a,
3: that's amazing. I didn't know you were in three movies. Andy does a really good impression of your voice. He does. That's the same impression for anybody, <laughs> except for Stan Lee. Hey, we did have a request if they if the girls could do a Modoc voice.
1: I don't oh. know what that is.
3: Jennifer, you've seen <laughs> superhero squad, right?
1: Of my nephew, my four-year-old nephew, does the best Modoc voice I have ever heard. What does what
3: does he sound like? Lay it on me.
1: I don't know. I'm trying to remember. That's a lie. He's the little guy that flies around in the chair.
3: Right. So what does he sound like?
0: Oh no! Look at me! Don't make her do that. Don't. You're looking for her on here. Along with the
1: questions, we've got quite a few that we need. To
3: okay, you, you're up, Jared. Uh,
2: who is your favorite male superhero and why? Jennifer.
1: Oh, yes, it's my turn. <laughs> I think we kind of semi-already discussed my favorite male superhero is Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I kind right. of have a secret mini-superhero crush on him a little bit.
0: <laughs> Why? Um,
1: Well, for obvious reasons, I, I think he's very good-looking, but... I think one of the biggest reasons why I liked him so much specifically over, like, some of the other, you know, Iron Man or Captain America, Hulk or whatever, I really like how in his movie and in the Avengers, he is constantly trying to, like, redeem his brother Loki or whatever, and he's always, you know, even when he's holding on to him at the end of the... Was it called? The Rainbow Road. What's that thing called?
2: Rainbow Bridge.
1: Rainbow Bridge. When he's holding on to him and he doesn't want to let go, he's like, come on, you're still my brother. You know, he's still trying to redeem him. And then even in the Avengers, you know, he's like, Loki, you know, withdraw the army. And he's like, it's too late. And he's like, we can make this right. And I'm like, yes, Thor, go for it. You know? <laughs> That's great. I'm like, no, I don't know. I love it. I no, that makes
0: sense. Now think- I like him. I might change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a good guy. He seemed, yeah, I see it. I Thank I you. said um Captain America because he's a good guy when he came out of the chamber, is that why? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because he likes to do what's right, the yeah. right thing, and um not because he's trying to be a hero or to get the glory, but because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And um he's just a well, he's a regular guy. I guess he has superheroes, but even before he was the regular guy, he just He stood up for what needed to be stood up for, even if he didn't have a chance.
1: Yep. That's awesome. That's funny. We kind of found the same qualities, just in two different people.
2: (laughs) And you also found those qualities in your husband.
1: I was was thinking the exact same thing. And you have a Thor hammer, babe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. Uh, Who is your favorite female superhero and why? And Jennifer, Mystique is not a superhero.
1: I know. I was like really trying
0: to think because
1: I was going to say her. I don't
0: know. Um, I said the wasp. I don't really know if she's a comic book character, but (laughs) (laughs) she's in the TV show that my girls watch and she's just funny. I think she's cute. So that's That's who my girl is. She's
1: like really tiny. (laughs)
0: yeah I like it anyway whenever Uh, she talks it always makes me laugh I don't know she's spunky yeah that's funny um
1: I don't know I was I was I of course was going to say Mystique but then I realized I can't say her because she's not a hero but um I really like Emma Frost and she's kind of a villain sort of sometimes and then sometimes (laughs) she's good I don't know why I go for the like you know, Skin. villains. Bad girls. What? Yes, What's and they're on? the bad girls that have like the scandalous outfits. And I'm like, ooh, I love her. Like <laughs> she's my favorite, you know? I don't know why. But I really like Emma Frost a lot. I love that she can like read people's minds. I've always thought that was really cool, that superpower. And then just being able to like go diamond and like how she does I don't know. I think she she's very cool.
3: Yeah, her and Thor wear about the same amount of clothes. <laughs> hey, it works, you know. <laughs>
1: Jared told me I wasn't allowed to be Emma Frost for Halloween. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Jackie, I'm gonna go on record now and say that you are allowed to be Emma Frost.
2: All right, <laughs> 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 uh, your question, Jared. Uh, very silent on Jackie's end. Okay, <laughs> uh, Jennifer and Jackie, who are who is your favorite villain and why? So Jennifer, you go
1: first. Oh, I go first. When I ask
2: a question, you go first. Oh, and when Andy asks a question, Jackie goes.
1: First. Okay, got it. Um, my well, Mystique, of course. She is so cool. I just love, I love her name. Just the name Mystique is sweet. And then the fact that she's blue is also sweet. And she can like turn into anyone. Also sweet. So Mystique definitely is my favorite villain.
0: Actually, that's what I was going to say, too. And I didn't know. I was. Amy's giving me a look like I'm making it up. But it's true. I think she's pretty cool. She's awesome. I don't know if she's the most powerful, but she's just neat. She
1: is cool. Not a lot of people can turn into other people, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right. uh, What single issue, series, or trade do you wish that your husbands didn't own or read?
0: Now this one's a little hard for me because I don't I don't know the names of these trades or the stories and stuff. What I am saying I wish he didn't own. Anything that he's done reading and he says, Ugh, that was awful I, this whole series is horrible. And then I'm like, Andy, if you don't like it, don't read it. And don't spend money buying it. What are you doing? If You know, I can understand, like, oh, a surprise issue. I didn't like it. But if the whole series you don't like, then give it up. Don't buy it. So <laughs> anyone that, when he's I like done that. reading, he's adamant against it. And I say, let it go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good answer. Let it go. <laughs> um, I'm with you. I don't know specific, you know, titles of or i don't know comic books or whatever but i of course you know run across multiple comic books in the house and the ones i particularly do not like are those alien things what are those they're green the scrolls
0: yes oh yeah yeah
1: i would yeah i agree i'm like i do not like these (laughs) i don't know what the storyline is about but i don't even like looking at them so i probably have to say if there was a scroll series or whatever that is, it would be those ugly green guys.
0: Yeah, Andy's pretty good about hiding anything that looks a little scary so the girls don't see it. But yeah, I don't like yeah. the, the kids. Probably help out with that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Cool. Oh, this is a good one. This is for the first. It's a two-parter. No, it's not.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure it is.
2: <clears throat> okay, it's a two-parter for Jackie. Thank you for telling me, Andy. To your knowledge, does Andy really hate any of the following? The beach, ice cream, spiders, and having his neck touched.
0: Yes, 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 (laughs) and yes. What? (laughs) I know, he's crazy. I love the beach. Good thing my girls do too, so I can go with them and he can stay home. (laughs) Um, He he hates it. He hates the sand because it's... Sticky, you know, and then it's miserable because you're in the hot sun. And then he doesn't like the water because he's afraid of what's in it. So the beach is just the worst place for him, other than a cruise. I think that would be the ultimate worst. The beach would be the second. Um, Ice cream, I don't know if he's necessarily adamantly against it, but as a whole, if Andy were to choose between French fries and ice cream, it would be French fries every single time. uh, spiders, yeah. He, he's afraid of spiders. Like, in every spider that he finds, <laughs> he always thinks it's a brown recluse, so. <laughs> every, every single one. <laughs> and... It's not, that's not, <laughs> that's,
3: that's not a fair assessment at all.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: it is. <laughs> There's a good chance that a lot of these are. I just don't think you understand how prevalent they are.
0: that could be that could be but there are two spiders that he has saved in bags to show our pest control person and they both look very different and he says they're both (laughs) (laughs) not
3: no what no they go through different stages in life
1: this is another reason why we need that camera to be intact in your house
0: (laughs) yeah um, and then, oh, the neck thing. Yeah, you know, I forget about it because he does let me touch his neck. But um, I know in college it was a big deal. But um, <laughs> I, I guess I've, I haven't noticed that for a while. But yeah, he doesn't like people to touch his neck. Neck, or at least he didn't used to. So, and no, it's not a superhero complex. Although Andy is my superhero. He's he's my hero. I tell him that all the time. But now he's. Um, I'm trying to read the rest of the I question. I don't think
3: you asked that portion yet.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Jared. Ask me the <laughs> is question. Is
2: some sort of superhero <laughs> complex where he has to have a weakness like Kryptonite with Superman?
0: <laughs> uh, no, it is not a superhero <laughs> complex. And he has many weaknesses, yes. <laughs> oh! Oh, so he makes up for them in amazing ways.
3: Thanks. Anyway, I don't even... Thanks.
0: Any. Whatever. All right,
3: next question. Jennifer. <laughs> This is specifically for you. If you guys ever have kids, are they going to stay in the comic book room and the comics come into your room or do the comics stay in there and the kids are bunking with you?
1: <laughs> That's actually a really funny question because we have talked about this. I <laughs> would think it would be just a simple black and white take the comic stuff down and make a baby room. But no, this, not... crazy. <laughs> this has been lengthy conversations. Um, honestly, Jared would probably say that we would need to move because we do not have enough room in our house for everything. So we would instead of either or happening, we would probably just up and move to someplace bigger so that he could still have a comic book room and we could have a baby room. Because there is no way that, that those kids are sleeping in our room. <laughs> and I don't think Jared's <laughs> going to budge on the comic book room, so I think the only option is to move. No, can,
3: can you describe the comic book room? Like I, I've seen it, but our listeners haven't, and you know they may think it's just a room full of comic books, but that is that is far from what it truly oh, no. is.
0: It's like it, a store in their house it <laughs> really truly is It's like a little mini
1: museum. I wish we could like pay people or have people pay us to like come and visit the little comic book museum it is It is awesome it's actually a very cool room um He has these really cool backdrops of like a city skyline um on the wall so it looks like new york city or whatever and then um he's got tons of shelves that he has displayed lots of the action figures and he has them set in like certain like they all go together like the superhero squads are together they're my favorite because they're super cute and then there's like the the big sentinel things are all together and they're all in like battle scenes as to how they would be you know in the comic book or the, the movies or whatever and it's it's very very cool and um, he just recently got the helicarrier, which I'm sure you guys have oh, already talked about. The deluxe about. helicarrier. Yeah, and um, you haven't hung it up yet, have you? Right. He wants to hang it from the ceiling, so it kind of looks like it's hovering <laughs> over the... <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> but the room is
0: seriously super cool, so... So, Jaren, how much time do you actually spend in there?
2: Not very much. Because <laughs> I, I get overstimulated if I go...
3: <laughs> <laughs> not, not enough is the right answer.
2: <laughs> I go in there, and I'm just like... Uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do I play with first? Exactly.
2: <laughs> that is Well, awesome. this is for both Jackie and Jennifer. What superhero or superheroine do each of you most identify with and why? Jennifer, don't say Emma.
1: I no, I I really don't know. Jackie, do you know already cuz
0: I I have to think yeah, about No, one. I don't cuz I don't know enough of the characters. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Any person that's just normal, because I have no superheroes, so I, I don't know who that would be, but like a normal everyday
1: person. Jackie reminds you of.
0: Wait, what?
1: I was going to say, maybe we should flip it to Andy and Jared, and just see who we remind them of. What superheroes they think that we most if, would most it. identify with. Jared? Jared?
3: Yeah? What do you think? Oh, um, probably She-Hulk. What? (laughs) I think you told me that one time. I mean, she's tall, she's powerful, she likes right and wrong.
1: I'm green, you know.
3: Have you ever seen my wife Hulk out? (laughs) I'm gonna go with Jackie's obviously Tigra, I mean.
0: (laughs) I don't know who that is. No, I'm just
3: joking. I would say that Jackie's more like Gwen Stacy. She's my Gwen Stacy.
0: I, yeah, I should have known that you would say that. Yeah, I think that's it. But she's not a superhero. But I tell
3: you what, though, if I had to pick one, Ms. Marvel, not Captain Marvel, not that weirdo hair lady, but when Ms. Marvel was really awesome, when Brian Reed was re- writing her, that, that's definitely Jacqueline.
0: And I'm She-Hulk, thanks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you Is could Gwen be... Is
0: Stacy the Black Cat?
3: No, that's Felicia no. Harding.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh. I'm I showing thought, how little I know. I'm I sorry. And that's been too. Spider-Man.
3: I should have
2: known that. You could be my Storm. And I'll be your Forge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think she wants you to be Thor.
1: Yeah, be Thor. Yeah,
2: Thor and Storm <laughs> should hook up. They should be married in the book.
1: Can I be Emma?
3: <laughs> no. Next
2: question. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: What is the best comic that you have ever read? Jackie. Oh,
0: uh, What's the name of that one that... um. You had me read it a long time ago. A little boy and Spider-Man goes and visits him. What's in it?
3: Oh, yes. Uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, volume two, number 35.
0: Yep, whatever that is. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I remember reading it and enjoying it.
3: I thought that you liked the um, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane or Spider-Man Blue.
0: Oh, Spider-Man Blue. That was good, too. Okay, so there's two. (laughs) I don't know. Both of them, I'd have to read them again to really know which one I like the best.
3: How many have you read? (laughs)
0: <laughs> not that many
1: <laughs> you've read more than me because I don't really have an answer for this one the only one I've read is the one I read for today <laughs> <laughs> isn't that terrible she
2: refuses to read them
1: I they confuse me like the way that the boxes go I never know which bubble I'm supposed to be reading next so then by the time I get halfway through I'm like I don't know what's going on ugh <laughs> Just watch the
3: movies. <laughs> hey, I that's a very honest answer. I'm surprised Jared didn't help you with that, but you know, I guess whatever. I
2: tried Andy. He really I has a three hour airplane He really flight, has tried. And I was like, here's a whole trade back of Mystique volume one. You love Mystique, it's a good spot to jump on. Well she's changing. I don't know who's who. I don't know if this is Mystique. That or was who really <laughs> is I didn't know
3: if she was
2: Mystique uh... or
1: someone else.
3: I didn't know She Hawk had that country accent. <laughs> Who's that?
2: Well, when she get when she doesn't have as much air, her 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 twang comes in. You mean you mean on the plane?
3: Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, your question.
2: Oh, is it my, um, Jackie and Jennifer, would you ever start reading comments as a hobby or a habit? <laughs> why or why not?
1: Um, no, because they're confusing <laughs> to me. I can't follow it.
0: Uh, yeah I'm probably not. I just don't have time and if I am if I do have time to read, it's probably not gonna be a comic i I don't mind reading ones that Andy suggests I would like because he knows what I like, but uh as a general rule, I don't have time for that hobby so anyway,
3: all right, all right good and blah blah blah. All right, what <laughs> did you first think of your boyfriends? When you found out that they were into comics, did you know to what degree that they were into comics? Jackie?
0: I had no idea. No. <laughs> I, I thought it was a phase. I, yeah, definitely did not think that we would be almost 30 and still reading comics.
1: <laughs> I'm totally with Jackie. Jackie, when you hooked us up on our pick-a-date, you did not tell me that he came with Massive amounts of comic books and action figures. <laughs> that was that information was not given to me at the time of the beginning. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jen. <laughs> You'll love
3: him. He's got great hair. He has <laughs> he has piercings and a bunch
1: of action figures. <laughs> yeah. I was like just what I've always wanted. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> there was actually one point when we were in the Air Force, well, when Andy was in the Air Force at the Language Institute. And he was just so busy, he didn't have time for comics. He almost gave them up. He was really close. He started to sell them off, all of his special old ones. Wow. And um, I, I saw like, ooh, okay, finally, get get these things <laughs> out. Oh. But it came back, so. With
3: a vengeance.
0: It did. <laughs> That's okay. That's his thing.
2: <laughs> now he has a podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jackie and Jennifer what percentage of your husband's lives would you say is comic book Jennifer
1: um, I would have to say at least fifty percent if not sixty and I we were laughing about this because Jared doesn't seem to think that he spends that much time um, being consumed with comic books and action figures but Every day that I come home from work, he is on the computer playing what's that <laughs> Facebook game you play? He's he puts the people on the airplane and stuff and Marvel
2: they... Ultimate a lot.
1: Okay, that. He's always playing that. He is on every like Marvel website or, you know, looking up, you know, where he can go be an extra or all this, you know, the new news. He's he's got friends all over who tell him when the new toys come out. Every time we go to the store, we have to go to the toy section first. I don't care if we need anything else. We have to go to toys first, and we will not go anywhere else until we are done in the toy section. Because heaven forbid a little boy come along before we get to toys and take the toy that Jared wants. So, so I mean, and he's got the whole comic book room. He's got all the movies. Because he was like, I don't spend that much time with it. I'm like, listen, babe, yes, you do. <laughs> So at least fifty to sixty percent. it's quite a bit of his life.
0: yeah, that's a lot. um Andy, I would say thirty thirty percent probably I he, not that much time reading him like every night he'll read a little bit before he goes to bed, but um. He's he's thinking about it all the time. Or he'll come home and say, Well, this was like this and it's always somehow related to a comic right. book character or story. So like his whole frame of reference, his worldview, if you will
3: <laughs>
0: surrounds <him> around <laughs>
3: That like, just goes to show you how relevant comics are to today's
0: that's life. True. I mean, that yeah. and he he always has his phone go off with like posts that he has to deal with to put on some comic book site you know i don't know his phone yeah. is always going off with something for the comics right. but it is yeah it's a lot so i don't know if 30 percent. i don't want to say more than that because we do do a lot of other stuff but he a lot of it is involved with comics
3: all right a follow-up question by proxy what percentage of your life is now comic books because of your husband
0: oh god <sighs> Um, I would say, oh, not as much, like 5%, I think. So,
3: like, even dealing with, now I have to deal with comics because my husband is not into it. Not just your interest level, but, like, what you have to deal with.
0: Uh, 10%, I don't know. I don't, um... All the cartoons our kids watch are all comic cartoons. Yeah, that's true. And they, uh, okay, I guess more than I realized. I guess it's just (laughs) snuck into our house that I don't even realize how much it has... Yeah, because my girls, when they sing songs, they're singing the Avengers song. And you know
3: what, (laughs) Jackie? All the time, whenever I say anything about the Avengers or any of our daughters, she's always like, Avengers, assemble!
0: (laughs) 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 Jackie says when he walks around the house and says that. (laughs) It's because of that show. All right. So maybe it's a little more than 5%. Jackie's moving 5% is what I will admit, too. (laughs) That's
1: great. How about you, Jen? Um, probably 15 to 20% because I'm kind of getting pulled in a little bit to the comic world. I actually had never seen any of the comic book movies until I met Jared and I, I've loved pretty much all of them. So I'm slowly starting to learn the characters and he showed me a lot of their cartoons and stuff. And, you know, like I said, when we go to the store, I'm always helping him. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I try to help. (laughs) So I would probably say 15 to 20% now just because it's. So much of his world that I try to be part of that world, too, just so it was something that we can, you know, have a little bit in common.
2: Oh, you're doing it for me. (laughs) You love it. You no, love
1: I, it. I love the movies. I don't love, you know, fighting children in the toy section. For, <laughs> for... <laughs>
3: You're huge. You're
1: bigger than them. <laughs>
3: You're She-Hulk. You
2: can You're take I'm
1: them. She-Hulk, apparently. They're like, oh, it's Gigantor. <laughs> now, hey,
3: is it true, though, that you sit down and watch the entire series with Jared? Like, you know, Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes from start to finish, or the X-Men series from start to finish, or the 1994 Spider-Man?
1: Yes. I mean, of course not all at once, but we will he'll start on a series and then whenever we get like 30 minutes here and there if we're eating dinner or whatever, we will he'll pop them in and we'll go through the whole series.
0: Oh, you're setting a high standard here, Jen. <laughs> well.
1: Jackie got me the
3: Spider-Man. Jackie got me the 1994 animated Spider-Man series bootleg because it's still not out because of their conflict over rights. She bought it online for Christmas two years ago and I was like, now if you get this for me, are you gonna watch it with me? She's
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we haven't watched it yet. I mean, I have. I've watched a lot of it and the the girls have too. The first thing I did was make copies. I was like, this is the only copy
1: in existence. I have to make copies. <laughs> That's so funny. I have to admit, well, since I hadn't really watched any of them, you know, before Jared, I didn't really know what comics were about. I just thought it was bad guys fight, you know, fighting good guys or whatever um but i what i really like about some of the stories i had no idea there was so many like backstories and there's so many like history behind like the people jared always makes fun of me because it's such a i guess maybe girl or social work but i'm always like oh that's why wolverine's so angry you know like (laughs) it all starts to make sense when you like start to watch the series and stuff and that the part that I love is just getting the backstories to people's histories and why they're acting the way they are, why they have a certain power, where did it come from? Why do they love this person? What happened? Like, I'm all about like the storyline, you know, which is funny. Cause I don't really think that that's why Jared it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> No, I mean, it is, it is very soapy as you know, if you were comp- to compare it, it's soapy for guys, you know,
1: I like it.
2: All right. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but uh, do you guys listen to the podcast, and are you ever unhappy when the guys talk about you, Jennifer?
1: I have to admit, I have not listened to the podcast. I do listen to you guys when you record a lot, just because uh, most of the time I'm in the house and just over your conversation. Um, so I'm sorry that I don't listen to them, but as far as unhappy when the guys talk about you... um. I haven't listened to it, so I don't know all <laughs> that they've said, but I can't imagine that either Jackie or Jackie, um, Andy or Jared would say anything that would be negative or derogatory that would, you know, hurt our feelings or be offensive. So I would probably, you know, say I think it's probably all in good fun and it. what I do know, it doesn't bother me.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Um no, I don't listen to the podcast. I'm so sorry. Andy's <laughs> brother listens to every single one and he's great and I feel guilty every time his brother <laughs> talks to him about it cuz he doesn't like comics either. He's just really nice. <laughs> I'm just not that nice. Um And as far as unhappy, I, yeah, I don't know what is said about me, so, but I would assume I trust their character that they don't say anything negative. There's
3: nothing derogatory and negative, but sometimes, you know, it's borderline embarrassing, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Really? Uh, Ah, maybe I need to start to listen to these things. Didn't we get
3: into conversations about, like, uterus and stuff? What? Oh, yes. What? We
2: did.
0: (laughs) Oh, my. We might have to talk about this when we go (laughs) home.
2: Why did you even bring that up, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> We're, talking about, about to come
0: We're out. talking
3: about chickens and how they,
0: give, oh. they lay eggs. All right, let's move on.
3: Okay. What did you ladies think about the movie X-Men First Class?
0: Is that the one you really didn't like? This has been
3: hotly debated on our show, on and off the air. People in the office have given me grief about it, and they they, they get me all agitated about
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, he'll come home agitated, flustered. <laughs> and Andy doesn't get flustered. Um, I It was entertaining. It wasn't high quality as far as... It wasn't um, thought-provoking or... You know, there's some movies that are very intellectual where you leave and you're really analyzing, like, well, what did they mean by this? Or why did they do this? Or what was the theme? This this movie was just pure entertainment. And I when I watched it, I was into the story and entertained so it did what it was made for you know that's why it was made and it succeeded in that purpose
1: i agree i think it was entertaining it was definitely you know it was a good movie to watch um i liked that it was a backstory because it was a prequel correct Um, But then I heard that, or I think, Jared, you said that not all the things were true to the comic book, which confused me. Because then I was like, well, why would you put that in a movie then? So then I didn't really know what really happened or not. But it was entertaining, and I thought Magneto's powers were pretty sweet. I love when he pulled the submarine out of the water. That was my favorite. And I also... You say what? Oh, no. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And also, I... I did enjoy it because both Mystique and Emma were in it, and <laughs> we've already talked about how I just
3: love them both. So, But a uh, follow-up question. What did you think about the fake fire?
1: I was
2: <laughs> waiting for you to say that.
1: What fake <laughs> fire? Where was that?
3: On the beach. It's just... they. I mean, how cheap are you? You can't even light a real fire on the beach. I mean, it's fake. It's it's and I didn't like, even
1: notice it. Andy I don't like even know
0: what scene you're talking his about. His
3: hemorrhoids burst from how upset
2: he
1: was.
0: And he just hates it when people come in and they think that after they watch this movie that they know everything about the X Men. And so that's, I think, what makes him like the movie or not like the movie so much. That he had several people at work come in and, like, oh, now I know this and this and this about the X Men. And he's like, no, that's not true. You (laughs) watched a movie.
3: My my standard answer, my jerk answer for them is really, what issue was that? (laughs) Oh.
0: Yeah, he's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't know this about you Andy. I didn't know it perturbed you that much.
3: I don't like that movie. <laughs> well, I know you don't
2: like the movie. I just didn't know that it perturbed you when your coworkers did all that
3: stuff. Oh, that's all right. Well, see, it's I don't know how it is with you like at the school or anything like that, but like if somebody even hears the word comic books, they'll come and tell me. Mm. like hey man i was uh th- 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 talking on the radio and uh th- i said uh new you know they they make comic books so i thought of you <laughs> you're thanks thanks for stopping by <laughs> that's
1: hilarious
3: you know like i used to have comic book stuff all over the office and now it's all in one pile so people don't talk to me about it <laughs> like so spider-man huh that was crazy when uh topher grace was venom like, right <laughs> yep <laughs> Why was <laughs> he dancing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, your question.
2: Who would win in a fight, Storm or Mystique?
1: Ooh. Well, my personality wants good to win over evil, but I love Mystique. <laughs> so cool. Um, probably Storm because I think in the end, I mean ultimately good will win so i vote for storm even though i do love mystique
0: that's so funny because i vote storm too but not because good and evil i didn't even actually think about that i just thought of their powers and storm is i don't know she's pretty powerful and mystique is cool but yeah you know if they were fighting each other i don't think that mystique would win right she just changes into different like to look different right
1: yeah, but she could pretend she was, like, one of the X-Men or something and then confuse her.
0: Oh. <laughs> See, I guess I was thinking, like, a fist fight type thing. <laughs>
1: but Mystique's pretty strong. She's not that strong. She's a strong. Girl, she is strong. <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway, obviously that question was in there because a listener wanted to know if uh, Jared's favorite superhero could beat right. Jared's favorite supervillain. So, uh, next question. This is in there obviously because Jared does not like this character at all. Who would win in a fight, the Sentry or Jared?
0: Um, I don't know who the Sentry is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either.
3: <laughs> That's because he's, he's made up. He's not. He's, a, just, he's just a Superman ripoff. He's not a Superman ripoff. Jared. Jared
0: would da- win <laughs> hands down. That's my vote.
1: That's my vote, too. I don't know who this Sentry character is, but he ain't got nothing on Jared.
3: <laughs> well done. Well done.
2: Uh, this is for both of you. What are your feelings on Tina Turner, and do you view her as competition for your husband's affections?
0: <laughs> That's for both of us?
2: Yeah. Andy uh, has this little thing. He's been singing a lot of Tina lately, at least with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well,
1: I will say, since we've talked about the pick-a-date a a couple times, that that was the very first night that I ever met Jared was on this blind date that Jackie set us up on. And in the car, on the way over there, we, mind you, we just met. Like, we said, hi, my name's Jennifer. Hi, my name's Jared. Like, we really didn't know each other at all. Jared decides to inform me that there are two women in his life already. (laughs) (laughs) His sister... And Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> and I would did not know what to think about that. I'm like
0: Jackie. Who? Hey, he's upfront and honest.
1: <sighs> I'm like, Jackie, who'd you set me up with? This guy like Tina Turner in comic books. <laughs> I don't but,
3: think at college I, I knew that you liked Tina Turner. I think it was after ahead. after I had graduated that I that I heard heard that. Weren't oh. you Jared, weren't you living with um with Donald and Eric and Caleb?
2: Donald never lived with us, but with Caleb, yeah.
3: Okay, and then that's when I came over to your place because the Alien Quadrilogy came out, and they wanted to show it off, and uh, that's when I saw your giant stack of Tina uh, <laughs> CDs. And I was like, holy cow, who,
1: what, is, what is this?
3: Who is this kid?
1: <laughs> but as far as competition um, for his affections, no... It's something we laugh about, but of course, you know, never anything that he would, you know, it's Tina. But um, it is funny because I I make fun of him that he tends to have this thing for, like, older women that are, like, powerful or, like, have some sort of, you know, celebrity status. Because he really loves Judge Judy, too. (laughs) I'm not sure where this is coming from. He
3: has mentioned Judge Judy several times to me.
1: I'm pretty sure I don't resemble Tina or Judge Judy, so I don't know where this is coming from.
3: I often wonder I often wonder if you have a really nice tan because Storm is African. I know Tina Turner is African American.
1: But they're all very powerful like women. He really he likes that. (laughs) That's why I'm She Hulk, apparently.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack.
0: Oh, wait, no, Tina? I don't worry about Tina. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no, that's not a concern for me.
3: All right, last question. Thank you, listeners, for sending these in. These were great questions. Um, if you could have any superpowers in the world, what would they be?
0: Um, I think to read people's minds. So is that Jean Grey that does that? She reads kind of like Xavier? Oh, yep, yeah, and Emma, but I don't want to be her. So anyway... <laughs> What are you saying about um, it? I think it'd be nice to know what people were thinking as long as I could put it on and off like I don't know if I would always want to know what someone thought about me but yeah anyway
1: How about um, you Can we only pick one Oh it says superpowers so I tend to like the stealthy powers like the ones that you can kind of be sneaky and no one would really know that you were a superhero <laughs> or a mutant Like the telepathy or whatever, like reading people's minds, that would be very cool. Because if, I mean, if people didn't know that you were doing that, you could get a lot of information, you know, because people wouldn't know. Also being invisible, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that is. no one would know you were there. So you could also, you know, get information, find things out. You know, I like this stealthy thing. And I do really think it's sweet that Mystique can turn into other people. Because that's also tricky. And people will tell you information if they think you're someone else. So I don't know why. I, I don't know why I'm, like, suddenly a detective. But I really like all the little stealthy powers.
3: Yeah, detective isn't what I was going for that. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, blackmailer. <laughs> like, <laughs> that too all the negative things that you could do. I'm like, wow, Jen is really sinister, but you had to go with detective. So you, you,
1: you uh, turned it. That makes me, you know, a good guy.
3: Absol- <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, that was good. And, uh, I think what's next. We got some current events.
0: Current.
2: that wraps up the question part now we've got some issue reviews with the ladies um we try andy and i tried to find two jumping on issues um, that the girls could read over do reviews and of course give us the fabulous tina awards um so why these issues are not brand spanking new they are within the last year um and jackie is going to start that off by giving us her review of hawkeye number one
0: Okay. Hawkeye Number 1 by Matt Fraction, and the art was by David Aja. Okay. Yeah, I think I got those names right. Um, This was a story for new readers to introduce the character of Hawkeye. The comic tried to show who Clint Burton was, like what he was like, what motivated him, his style, his personality, um, all of those things. So... um, Anyway, it did a pretty good job doing that. It starts off with Hawkeye in full action. And he's falling um, off of a building or something like that. And he ends up in the hospital for six weeks. And um, he finally gets out of the hospital after being really banged up, and um, upon arriving at his apartment, he finds out that the mean landlord has tripled the rent and that the people that live there obviously can't afford to pay triple the price. So um, he tries to take matters into his own hands and protects um, the people that live there, and he calls them his people. Um, Mm -hmm. And the fight scene really doesn't go very well for him. He's... I guess he's not really that good of a fighter. He's more of a arrow person, which I didn't realize. Um, then he has a dog um, that saves his life because the fight scene is really not going his way. And so the dog jumps in and saves his life and is thrown into oncoming traffic. And then that dog, um, now Burton rushes him to the vet for emergency surgery. And anyway, there's a little bit of symbolism there because then the dog ends up totally beat up but he survives the surgery and he's gonna be all better and um so anyway that's that's the gist of the story um there were a lot of things that i liked about this story um i really liked that um the whole point of the story was to help a new reader get to know who this guy is and so i think it definitely did that um I I liked how just this first scene at the very beginning he it just shows him because he's falling off the building and that's as you read the story that's um a great symbol or picture of him. He's very um he's very bold, very daring. He um even in the he's falling from a building and he's making a shot. So like, it's pretty impressive that he's free-falling and he's still able to do what needs to be done. He's, I wouldn't say carefree, but um very, oh, what's the word? Courageous, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. I don't really like the cover of it because I think the cover just looks a little cheesy. Um But the artwork for the rest of the book... um. I, I like it because I like that old school style, but I, I can see how someone else would say they don't. But I, I enjoy the classy comic book style look of it. Um, let's see. Um, the setup of the story, the author did a really good job going back and forth in time. So, like, I was trying to tell you the story as a whole, but the author goes back and forth from one scene to the other scene, and he does that kind of with color of the artwork, but also, um, so the color of the artwork changes the scenes, but then the words, as you're reading them, they flow the train of thought from one page to the other. So on um, on one, I'm trying to find my examples of what it what he does, but he does a good job of making the story flow, even though it's from one place to the next. Um, It did get a little confusing in one spot, and I had to have Andy explain it to me. And after he explained it, it all made sense, but it took a good analyzation of the pictures to figure out what was going on and how it fit in. Um, I like the character. Actually, it did make me like this guy, Clint Burton. Um, He's sarcastic um, but he actually likes people. Like, apparently he's very rich, which I did not know that. Oh, Clint Barton. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, anyway, I like him because he's... um. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't have, like, some supernatural power that's not realistic. He's just really good at what he does, and he uses that to help people, and he really wants to help people. So he... Used in the story, he uses these millions of dollars that he has just to help the people that live in his apartment, and it's not like it's a fancy apartment. So he's not. Um, it, so it shows how selfless he is and why he does things. He's not motivated by money. He's motivated by helping people that kind of need a savior in a way or needs some someone to step in and take care of them. Um, definitely made me not want to live in the city as he's walking out of the hospital he gives a nice description of New York City so I deber, I don't even want to visit there <laughs> um, and oh there's one scene where I was like you are so mean he kicks a wheelchair into traffic so I didn't really like that but anyway that doesn't really tie in with the comic I just the car- the author just wanted to show how he was happy to get out of his wheelchair and he was sick of it and he just really doesn't um, it's not that he doesn't like authority cause it seems like he'll do things the right way legally ish, I guess, but he doesn't scare. Away- I-, I don't know. I hate this with me just talking. I really don't like doing this. I don't know. Anyway, Jen, what'd you think? Um, I was actually,
1: I was laughing a lot of the time as you were reviewing your, Take on the comic book because I totally missed like all of that that you said. <laughs> the, I'm not going to lie. This, this um, particular one, Hawkeye, confused me so bad. And I did not pick up on the different colors um, for the flashbacks. I had no idea what was going on. So I'm sitting here with Jared. I'm like, where'd the dog come from? I'm like, why is there suddenly a dog? <laughs> so. So then he's like, well, just keep reading. So then suddenly he's back, you know, at the apartment talking about people who are getting evicted. I'm like, but what happened to the dog? Like, (laughs) my brain was just not following the storyline at all. And even at the very end, you would think that one would put two and two together. I actually thought that there were two dogs in the story. And that (laughs) it was was a disaster, Jackie. I was so confused by this um, this uh, comic book. I, I didn't when you it was so funny when you were giving your review because if I would have heard your review before reading this, it would have made so much sense. <laughs> but I didn't realize they were introducing Hawkeye. I didn't didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up on the color cues, and I thought there were two dogs in the story. And I was very, <laughs> like, dog into traffic, and I did not like that at all. And yeah, so um. I wish I would have had your review before reading it. <laughs> <Drop> <laughs> this one, I'm not going to lie.
0: That's funny. I I did like it. This was more of one that you can analyze, I think. Like, well, why did they have this? Why did they put this in there? Um, why does he care so much about this dog? Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot you can do to figure out what they meant by to show by these different things. Right. but um, that's a good point. They do try to show, you know, he has a good heart, and he does try to help people and do the right
1: thing, you know, which makes a good superhero. But, um, yeah, it was just funny, just some of the things I didn't pick up on. And when he gave the dog the pizza, I thought he was asking to pet the dog and wanted to, like, give the dog pizza because his dog was in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's just great. not getting it, Jackie. I just love it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Now that I'm... See, I'm really nervous doing this. So now that I'm talking to you, I'm able to find on my notes what I was looking for. Yeah. But I... um. Anyway, I I actually... Now that I'm talking about it more, I really do like it more and more. I I think that it shows... like. I was really impressed with that first scene because with a bang, they just told his character by one picture and um, I wrote, I found my notes finally. Like it shows his weapon of choice, what he's really good at. It shows he lives a dangerous lifestyle, but he doesn't mind that. You know, he's falling from a building while making a shot. He's wearing the black clothes. So, um, which I don't want to read into that much, but he's, it's not like he's not, I would say the black clothes kind of symbolism. He's not like a good boy, you know? I mean, he's not a bad boy. Yeah. He is an Avenger, but he's, um, he does things his own way. And, um, and even in danger, he can really focus and do his job. So, and I thought that this comic really showed his sense of justice, his outlook on life, what motivates him, his sarcasm, um, his vulnerabilities. um, his soft side for the tenants and the dog that saved his life even though if he ran he would have gotten away you know and um also even after he loses his temper he ab- apologizes which shows that little bit of humility um as far as I mean it's pretty hard to apologize after you just lost your temper at someone <laughs> like so i i think that shows a little bit of who he is as far as like even though he messes up he really does want to do the right thing. So, um, anyway, whatever.
1: That is a great, no, you got really deep into this one, a lot more so than I did with mine. That is, that's excellent. Um, it's so funny, the two different perspectives, obviously I clearly was confused, but, um, just looking at it, like even the first opening scene, how you're talking about how, you know, how it shows his weapon of choice and it shows he's courageous. He's not afraid of danger. I didn't, again, pick up on any of that. What I wanted to know was, who is he fighting? Why did (laughs) he jump out the window? Who is he shooting? And did the person get away when he went to the hospital? Like, these are all, I asked, like, all the wrong questions. Like, I wanted to know, the backstory, again, like I said, is my favorite part. I wanted a prequel to why he was crashing out the window and ended up in the hospital. (laughs) I wasn't thinking weapon of choice, man, he looks courageous, he's a bad boy in black, none of that crossed my mind. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's very good, it's true. After looking at the picture, I'm like, oh yeah, Jackie's right. I didn't pick up on any of that.
0: Yeah, there were a couple things that I was like, where did all this money come from? Where... Oh, all of a, I of a sudden he has $12 million? What are you talking about? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so... And then when he just discharged himself from the hospital. I'm like, you can't do that, you got papers you gotta sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah so anyway i mean overall i would say i like it and i recommend it but um
1: i like it a lot better now hearing your um review of it (laughs) that makes so much more sense
3: now jared have you changed your opinion now that she's reviewed it absolutely not (laughs) now jen did jared tell you that he really did not like this comic at all
1: no he didn't say anything about it he just said it was the one jackie was reading
2: I didn't want her to go into it thinking differently.
1: I was purely confused all on my
0: own. One thing I did think was a little funny when he takes the dog into the vet the first time. The, all the vets and the nurse, like ladies that are there, are swooning over this dog, like, "Oh, poor boy, he's bleeding." No one is looking at Clint Barton. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this guy's pretty beat up when he's taking the dog in there, and he's got like a gunshot in the arm, and I, I don't know, he's bleeding from the face, and everyone's swooning over the dog, and this man is there obviously needing some help i I thought that was a little funny
1: i was just looking at that picture trying to figure out where the dog came from (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why is there a dog in the comic what what's going on all right
3: jen jen what what book did you pick
1: um i picked x-men 30 and my analysis of this is not going to be nearly as in-depth as Jackie's was. That was awesome, Jackie. Um, I was trying to identify the people on the cover when <laughs> I first um, was looking at it. What? Um, and I did not know who Pixie was. She was new to me. Um, so I was, she was the only one I didn't recognize on the cover. So I was kind of excited to see what who she was and what she had to do with everything but i also was like "Mm, there's an octopus i wonder what's gonna happen with the octopus so because i didn't know about the octopus either so (laughs) you'll find my take on these are quite different um but basically the general storyline is that it opens with um a, a guy i don't know if we're supposed to know who he is maybe since this is number 30 maybe people already know who he is i didn't know who he was but is a guy that is at an archaeological dig. He finds um, unanticipated DNA of a mutant that dates back further than what research they had previous. He's talking back and forth to the research guy that he works with. Um, the guy says, you know, he's not interested in it or whatever. Um, but then the guy ends up, looks like d- double crossing him or whatever, and he shoots him and he, he kills the guy. And I thought it was really funny that the picture at the bottom it says uh, blank generation part one it kind of looked like michael jackson a little bit um <laughs> with like the hazmat suit on and i'm like michael jackson shot him like <laughs> the way the picture is drawn i mean it just kind of looks like michael jackson so i thought that was kind of different but um so then it goes into the x-men and um pixie is transporting back and forth and i think what she's if I understood it right, I think she's trying to... They've positioned these things called transponders all over, and she's trying to teleport faster through those transponders or something. So I think she's doing a practice run, and she comes in to the... What's the thing they fly on? The Blackbird. The Blackbird. And um, I, I think... I don't know. I like I said, there's a. I have a lot of confusion with comic books. I'm really, I'm really trying hard. And again, this is the, the number thirty, so I don't know what I've missed. But um, that this particular team of X-Men is put together. I forget the beginning said where Cyclops was, but I don't. I didn't write it down, so off the top of my head, I can't remember. But Storm is leading this group, and it's Psylocke and Pixie and Colossus, and they are um, supposed to be going after this monster that is on the ground or whatever. They got reports that there was a monster down there. Well, turns out this monster is like really nasty. He's, he is gross. Like I didn't even (laughs) want to look at the pictures of him. He is like brown and blobby and he's got like slobber all over him. And it was really gross. But then, um, so Colossus hits him and the guy, the ugly slobbery monster falls over and they find that he's like decomposing pretty rapidly. And so they try to get the monster's DNA, um, real quick to take, like, a sample of it so they can, you know, figure out what he's made of and where he came from because they think that he was, like, really old, I think. Um, But then it gets weird because Storm has the little vial of the DNA or blood sample or whatever it was that they got, and she's being all shady with it. She's not wanting to tell Scott, um, Cyclops, like, that they have this sample, and she doesn't doesn't tell, I think it's Psylocke, um, what she really thinks it is. She just kind of keeps to herself, and then she brings in this um, person from, I don't know, she's like a researcher or something that nobody really knows, and Pixie's like, you know, do you really trust her, you know? So Storm's kind of being all, you know, shady. We don't really know what she's doing, but she thinks she knows what it is, and she's trying to keep it from them. and then at the very end, um, they have another report that there is another, like, monster-type thing that is attacking and it's the octopus that was on the front of the cover but i never get to find out what the octopus was (laughs) i guess that was the next one 31 because it was to be continued as they're trying to fight this ugly octopus thing that's taking over so (laughs) so (laughs) did you like it um i i mean it was okay Uh, like i said there was still some parts that i wasn't quite really sure what was going on or why things were taking place that they as they were but the things that I liked about it are probably, you know, not things that most other people would like. Like, I really liked Pixie's hair. Like, I liked that she had <laughs> hair and wings. I thought she was really cool. She kind of looked like a fairy. So I liked that. And um, I don't know. I There is... I think I just had more questions than I did. Like I wanted to, uh, again, the backstory, I wanted to know, you know, why was storm leading, you know, where was Scott? What happened to the rest of the X-Men? And like that, uh, all those questions that I, you know, didn't get answered, but um, I didn't really like that storm was lying. Um, You know, maybe we'll find out in you know, the next comic books or whatever, why she was doing that. But I felt like she was being kind of shady and, I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't really know where she was going with that or why she wasn't being upfront. Because she specifically told Cyclops that they weren't able to get a sample when they clearly had gotten one. So I didn't really care for that. Um, I don't know. So what? What did you think about it?
0: Um, I just. It was entertaining. I I thought that these two comics were really good at showing the difference of how people read comics. Like this <laughs> to me, X Men was it was just entertaining. Like it, i I wanna get the next one. I would wanna know the rest of the story, what happened and answer some of those questions. I right. I don't think it was a wonderful work of literature, but I think that it um it's it's fun and entertaining and you're curious. You know, it sparks your interest. Yeah. Yeah. And um but whereas the Hawkeye one, I think that was more one you can analyze and okay, well what does he mean sure. by this and why did he do this and what is you know, they put things in there for a specific purpose, you know? Right. Well,
1: and I was wondering, and again, it it did a good job of leaving me hanging as far as like wanting to know like, well, what happens next? Like what's this octopus? And I wanted to know um, what the guy in the beginning had to do with anything. Yeah. Because we never, like they started out with the guy and the Michael Jackson lookalike shot him. And then you don't see him again. Exactly. So I'm like, what? why did they put that in there? You know, is he going to come back later? And yeah, so they did a very good job of like, I don't know. I want to know what happened. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Did you like the art?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was okay. There was one point, I don't know why I keep thinking these people look like celebrities, but there was one <laughs> picture that I thought Storm looked like pink. The singer... <laughs>
0: Um, I was gonna see if I could, and not Pixie that has. Oh no, is it Pixie that has the pink hair? Yeah, no,
1: it was. Oh, it was Storm. It's um, what page is that thing? Okay. It's page eighteen. Uh, <laughs> she just looks like the singer Pink with Storm hair. I don't know. It was just out of Michael Jackson Pink. I don't know. They're
0: making like a celebrity appearance in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really know exactly what pink looks like. Oh, okay. I think that's my problem. It was just—it's
1: funny. It, like I said, the things that I pulled out of here were not more of an analysis. It was more like that guy looks like Michael Jackson, you know? Like I—I I don't know. It was funny. That's it's fine. Just... That's fun. I. But you're right. I... We did read these with two very different perspectives.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I liked the art. I thought it was—it's so different than the other one. But I. Still like it. I can appreciate the talent of the artist. Right. I, I can't stand. That's one thing I don't like about comic books: how they dress the girls. It it just annoys me. But and so in X Men, yeah. I mean, they are. It's like super tight clothes. And like, what is Storm wearing? I mean, really. Yeah. That was something I actually
1: put on my notes that Silark, Silark, Psylark did not need the scandalous like leggings
0: or whatever she had like
1: come up to her thigh. I'm like, are those really necessary for the superhero outfit? Yeah,
0: I know. But I I guess that's the comic book world. I don't know. But it's interesting that you mentioned
1: the art. Um, I actually do like this style better than the Hawkeye one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like more attention to detail and finer lines. The Hawkeye one was just kind of more of a a sketch kind of drawing, yeah. which, I mean, it was fine, you know, but this one I like is more detail and it's more color. And I don't know. I, I, I would probably be more drawn to a comic book that looked like this as opposed to the Hawkeye one.
0: Yeah, I can see that. All right.
2: Good job, girls. Yeah, well done.
3: You put us to shame.
2: <laughs> no, it's interesting because Jackie speaks a lot like you do, Andy. And, and Jennifer
3: so... speaks a lot like you. <laughs> it is amazing. True. Really? Yeah. It you yeah, didn't I the <laughs> no. I was noticing that when we were doing the uh just the intro and then the girls were catching up like um some of the adjectives and uh Enunciations and everything like that. It it's uh it's pretty it's pretty interesting, and it kind of makes me worry. Like, oh yeah. no, are we growing into the same person? <laughs> I think more so, even more so than that. Some of that stuff is
2: just like Jackie's Jackie's um, summary was a lot more detailed than Jennifer's. Um, Jackie looked kind of at big picture stuff, and she kind of led the conversation and that's kind of how what you do too is that you kind of you're much more detailed with your summaries and you lead the conversation and you're much more big picture and I'm just kind of like ah I didn't like Dart it was just dumb just <laughs> stupid. I just didn't think that made sense it was very interesting that you, when you guys when you two did your <laughs> summaries
0: was <laughs> funny anyway
2: alright well I think uh, what's
3: next what are we doing
1: next Jared
2: we're gonna close this baby out with the Tino Wars. The award.
1: Well, the first Tina award that I have is falling
0: and for ever, and for ever,
1: without
0: it. I just keep falling. And okay, wait, falling. Um, yeah, that would be Hawkeye from him falling (laughs) off the tower.
1: That would be really good, but that's not what I picked. (laughs) (laughs) That probably would have made the most sense.
2: (laughs) i do that to Andy, too. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't think you're going to get it, so I'm going to tell you. Okay.
0: Keep (laughs) going. Try again. Try again. Oh, okay. Try again. No, I don't know. Just tell me. (laughs) <laughs> it was a very minuscule
1: part of my comic book <laughs> it was where Storm and Pixie were falling because the transponder was too low <laughs> oh it was like gotcha. right. what you're, you're, it's what <laughs> it's not when
2: Storm wasn't in it it was just Pixie
1: no Storm was with her because it was when they were going to give the research thing Pixie was transporting her oh. and she was like whoa somebody put that transponder really low and they almost hit the ground
0: gotcha Okay. Oh, that That's nice. no, that a really stuff. good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My... Well done,
3: Jared. Good job.
0: <laughs> I
2: didn't do it. I did nothing to do with this. I promise.
0: Mine is bold and reckless.
1: What, you gotta wait. Oh. <laughs> sorry, do it again. Wait.
0: Okay, Andy said fine. Okay. Um okay, so bold and reckless, what do you think? I think it's Hawkeye. The <laughs> whole edition or the whole comic book. You're great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're just so good, Jen. Thanks. You made it easy for me. <laughs> okay. My next one is confidential.
0: do one for both of them or like because it doesn't sound like hawkeye that sounds like storm keeping her secrets ah very
1: good i did two for mine and oh well
3: i, <laughs> I guess that's not very confidential huh
0: <laughs> we need to redo the tina segment. um my next one was complicated
1: um, the whole
0: edition of Hawkeye. You
1: have to wait. She, you gotta have a 15-second pause. <laughs> complicated it's,
0: it's, oh, sorry, sorry. It's complicated disaster.
1: There you go. And
0: now just standing
1: Probably um, Hawkeye when it was the complication of everyone getting evicted and the storyline with the dog and everything was complicated. It was, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, it was more your X-Men comic book. Oh. (laughs) The whole thing was complicated? Yeah. It was a disaster. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, my third one, this one I know you will get. I have faith in you. It was called Ball of Confusion.
0: Whole Hawkeye comic. Yay! <laughs> Where'd the dog come from? Are there two dogs? Oh I don't know. God, giving the dog pizza because he misses his dog who's in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how it would be confusing. Until
1: Jackie explained that the coloring is different. Totally didn't catch it.
0: Oh, I didn't do the wait. The fifteen seconds. I'll find it. Andy said he'll fix it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't either.
3: Well, thank you, girls, for coming on. Uh, and this is, this was episode 50, and so it was kind of a big anniversary episode, and we promised Woo-hoo! the fans that we uh, would have the wives on, and we didn't know how you were going to do, but you did fantastic. We had faith.
2: Oh, I, I almost missed Andy not saying fantastic. <laughs> the whole time. You almost didn't say it the whole episode.
3: Wow. I'm, thank you for pointing that out, jerk. <laughs> and another word
2: Andy says in every episode Jerk
3: <laughs> You know what, before we, before we were recording Jackie said, led me astray And I was like, oh, oh. you gotta save it for the episode
2: <laughs> Oh, that's funny that's Yes, all- thanks girls, thanks so much for coming on
0: You're welcome Listen, you Thanks you're for oh, letting us. us I didn't know if we were supposed to pause <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a one-time thing Yeah
2: Till issue 100
0: Oh my
3: Yes <laughs>
1: That's I mean okay. it'll you. take him
0: a couple years to get there
1: <laughs> <laughs> just don't make me read hawkeye again give me one where i know what's going on
3: okay <laughs> <laughs> well you girls actually did fantastic job like i was saying before you did a you did a really good job uh doing everything because i mean it, it it was basically the same show that that we do um again this is marvel 616 politics uh, you can find us online. You can download our episodes from marvel616politics.com, g- uh, I'm sorry, or uh, go to iTunes. All you got to do is go to uh, bit.ly slash marvel616politics to get to our iTunes page. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com, and, of course, follow us on Twitter at 616politics.
2: Don't forget to look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. Give us a call with any questions you might have or something you want to say about how the ladies did on this episode at 616-755-TINA. And lastly, we are sponsored by
3: the awesome DCBService.com. Yep, Discount Comic Book Service, where you can get all your pre-orders 40%, 50% off, sometimes up to 70%. There was one, they have some back issues that they were selling for 70 cents. And uh, I almost picked up a few of those. But right now, if you go on, you can get all the Marvel Now titles in a bundle uh, for 50% off. And I definitely I went in there and checked. And I added all of them. I added the bundle to the shopping cart, and then I deleted it. And then I added each and every single one um, separately. And then I said, well, because I don't want these four. And so I took those away, and I added two that I did want. And uh, it was more because... The bundle is 50% off, and the other ones are 40% off. So take advantage of that. You can get um, you can get 23 comics for $40.88, which is a steal. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll be doing a follow up episode real soon, and we'll be talking about Marvel now and the end of AVX and also AVX consequences. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, Jennifer, Jackie, thank you. And Jared will talk later. So until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. Ready, go <laughs> oh my gosh oh we're never gonna get that all
0: right okay sorry all right go no we have to do the 15 seconds right no the,
3: the pause after you <laughs> oh. after that be 15 <laughs> seconds so oh
1: i thought when i say
3: go go oh. ready okay ready
1: <laughs> okay
3: Just read read
0: that. Ready? I'm so sorry. Okay. Yep.
3: Go. Whenever you're ready.
0: (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I can't do that.
3: You can. Come on.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right.
3: (laughs) Are you nervous?
0: Yes, I
1: don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I was thoroughly confused reading both (laughs) comics.
3: But you, you picked your own, right?
1: No. <laughs> she it didn't pick... for me.
3: Jackie didn't pick her own either.
2: I was going to say, how would Jackie have any idea where to start?
3: Oh, she'll, you'll be impressed with her review because... Not the content. I'm not building her up. She's nervous <laughs> enough already. But, but she... Oh, Jared, you're going to love her Hawkeye review.
0: Why is that? Because he hates the book. Oh, great. <laughs> i didn't tell you i liked it (laughs) oh that's true can you
3: hear both of us fine (laughs)
1: yeah can you hear us all right yeah yeah here let me check the let me check the recording hold on